Good evening. Welcome to the Auto What Podcast. My name is Keegan Ahn. I'm here with Rob Attrell, Amon Bashir, and our distinguished guest for today is Peter Grant McKechnie. Good evening. Hey, Peter. How you, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Great. Doing well. Good. Good. Uh, start off with the beer. Yeah. Rob, you, you seem to be doing this. Well, oh, beer it up. It seems, so, it seems kind of insulting start being like... We mentioned the guest. Yeah, he said immediately hi. We're like, yeah, but anyways, about this beer. <laughs> Here's the thing: I I start talking to a guest and I get distracted, and then we the forget. Beer that we have the beer is the same week to week. It's always at the start. Yeah. Okay. Plus, we always uh, have a different I need guest. to get loosened up with yeah. a small cup of beer. That's it. Small, <laughs> small cup of beer. So what, uh, what are we this drinking? week we got uh, a beer from the Railway City Brewing Company, which is out of Saint Thomas, Ontario. Uh, oh. This this beer is called the Witty Traveler. Witty is in quotation marks. Mm. Uh, it's, it's uh, a little description here. The witty traveler has finally arrived with spices from the east, <coughs> the fruits of the south, and yeasts of the north, enveloped in taste and aromas of far-flung places. He stopped to offer us a pint. The witty wow. traveler. Is that what it says on the... That's uh, what it says. Oh. Yep. Okay. Very cool. Uh, I really it, like this beer and that description and the can and the name. Everything about that is uh, really like cool. Yeah. It's a home place. run for Peter. <laughs> Well, I'm not. I'm Peter's not, five stars. Yeah, I'm not too one to discriminate on the taste of beer, really. So yeah, yeah. Sh- I'm shallow. I base it just on the taste. I do that too. Do you know the first thing I noticed it's was kind of the fruity. spices? Yeah. Wow, we we noticed the different parts of it. it. Tastes kind of rusty. That's a spice. Rust. Like a railroad. Rust is a spice. Pepper. <laughs> like a pinch of rust. Pepper is the spice, I believe. <laughs> That's a secret ingredient. <laughs> That's no, it's good. It's good. Good. Yeah. Don't want to alienate. Sponsors or anything. <laughs> it's not actually rusty. It's it doesn't even taste. Yeah, it's citrusy. Yeah. Okay, I got that. Uh, so, Peter, tell us. Uh, Is that it about the beer? That's, that's, that's it. it. Well, we'll, we'll enjoy it. <laughs> we, we have enough. We uh, yeah, we're good. Peter, tell us. Uh, tell us about yourself. Uh, you're uh, you're an Ottawa boy. Yep. Uh, born and raised. Ottawa, born and raised, and subsequently moved to Toronto to go to piano school at the OT. Okay. So what part of Ottawa are you from? I'm from uh, Nepean, back when it was was officially called Nepean and not just part of the amalgamation of Ottawa. Yep. Mm. West End. Yeah, a, lo- a lot of guests like that. Yeah, it's it? weird. Yeah. Happened once or twice or... We're skewing the... Uh, four times. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so what do you do in Toronto now? So and in Toronto, I, I graduated from school two years ago and first year I kind of just bummed around and said I was unemployed, but really it was just... The, crippling, depressing unemployment. No, but now I, <laughs> I uh, yeah, as a, as a musician and piano player, I, I teach piano to a couple of families and, and children and one adult, and I also play piano for ballet classes at the National Ballet School and various other schools around the city. Cool. Cool. So that's my main source of income at the moment, small though it is. Sorry, you, you, you play in, in Toronto right yep. now? Okay, very cool. And and you graduated from was it York? U of T. From U of T. U of T. Very cool. So this is a kind of an interesting segue into something we could talk about is uh, why why did you stay in Toronto versus coming back to Ottawa? Like, is it is it harder to uh, is there less job prospects in Ottawa when it comes to music or fine arts? Um. Yes, I'd say yeah. There is a. And maybe why do you think that is? Yeah. I guess Toronto just has a bigger city and has more of those opportunities. And like in my, I'm also kind of 
involved in musical theater, and I made a lot of connections during my right. okay. uh, theater productions during university, so I wanted to keep those and mm -hmm. just kind of use who you know. Build, build off like, what you had yeah. in the last couple of years. And especially now that there's, there's like eight to ten different ballet schools that I can call and contact in Toronto, and there's kind of like a couple here in Ottawa, right. which is fine. Nice. Ottawa's yeah. a great city, and I would like to yeah. live here, but... But there are some ballet schools here. Yeah, and last yeah. summer I, I subbed for, it's just called The School of Ballet. That's wow. the Ottawa one. Great. Yep. Very pompous. Yeah, downtown. <laughs> it's right near where we played dodgeball a bunch of times. Ashbury? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Ashbury oh, College. Cool. Very cool. Uh, so you, you've been playing piano for a long time. Yep, for about 18 or 19 years now. Okay. Now... Have you always gone through like a, you know a certain style, or have you always done things for let's say a ballet type uh, environment, or no, not at all. In fact, ballet piano is a very new world of music that I didn't even know existed until last year, and so, I didn't know existed until right now. Yeah, well, uh, let me let me tell you about it. So I, I like like most people started with classical piano, and I did the RCM grades, and then I kind of moved into accompanying for musicals and kind of playing pop music and that kind of stuff which is a little more free and you just kind of learn to not only read the notes that are on the page but maybe work with some chords and stuff hmm. not in the way that a jazz musician would do which I'm not but in uh, yeah and in just a slightly more free way than where a classical pianist you place them in front of a chord chart and they don't know what to do they see right. E minor 7 or some triangles and some circles with lines through them and they don't know sure okay. But uh, yeah, and ballet piano is a separate thing as well because it's mostly improvised, but oh. not from a chord chart at all. So the teacher will say, uh, they'll set an exercise and say five and a six and a seven and eight. And from that, I'll take the, the tempo. So you, if any of you guys are musicians, you can kind of hear it's like a waltz, a three, four, five and a six and a eight. Sure. So then I have to make up a waltz for them what? to do. Wow. That sounds super stressful. Yeah, that sounds You're really like intense. improvising all yeah. day. Yeah. It was very stressful wow. at first, and I've never, I'm not a jazz musician, as I say, never improvised a day before last year, but I kind of just plunged into it. Now, you obviously just improvise it in order to prepare it, and you have something set for the performance itself. You're not improvising during the final performance. Yeah, uh, sometimes, although... You are. Well, there, I don't really... It's not a final, like a ballet, like the Nutcracker. Obviously, that's music's not right, improvised sure. or Sleeping mm -hmm. Beauty or something, but this is just for classes. So okay. it's, it's for the, their exercises. They're oh, not preparing for an actual ballet, it's just, just class. Oh, that okay. makes more sense. Yeah. But even still, I mean, no less yeah. impressive, but yeah. that's great. <laughs> and it's been fun, and I think it fits with my personality, which is kind of rather than like working my self to the bone to prepare just like showing up because I'm, I'm lazy and don't like to don't like to work or practice or prepare and I never did join the and, club and with this I don't have to practice or prepare at all good stuff so uh, uh, just taking it back a sec uh, you went to school what did you study in school I did uh, classical piano I tried to get into composition I also really like to compose and write songs but my style didn't fit with what they wanted so mm. I didn't get into the composition program or whatever I'm just bad and and but prior to, to, to going to U of T you had your is it RCM grades yeah. that you said? You, yeah. you already had your levels? Yeah, I finished the final one AR, uh, ARCT before 
first year. So as a guy who knows really nothing about sort of the grading system or, or even sort of classical piano at all, uh, what 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 was like what, what were some of the major benefits of, of, of studying that uh, just in general at, at any institution, let alone something as, as prestigious as U of T? You mean just studying music, studying or getting your music? Your piano, specifically. Uh, there are no benefits really. Oh, really? <laughs> there's no there are no career benefits. Like art, artistically, the benefits are that you are around students and professors and people who kind of share your interest, and you certainly get better at music and play a lot of music. But career-wise, I'm not sure that it really well, does help you at all. Right. I, I don't mean career-wise. I just mean as a whole. There's obviously some cool. added benefit. Otherwise, you wouldn't have done it. Yeah. yeah. So, so you know, going in, first of all, what were you looking for, and then I guess second of all, what did yeah. you get out of it? Well, going in, it I've just always been a musician and piano player, and it was a, kind of always like the only thing that I could even see myself doing. To be honest, it's not even really ever been my like, passion or true desire. It's just kind of what I do. Something to do. So I just continued on with it. <laughs> that's that's super cool. Uh, Peter, what do you think about the music scene in Ottawa? Or um, maybe uh, maybe you could speak to. The industry industry side of like what's a good music school or like what's kind of seen as not a good thing to do with people that want to learn music. Yeah, I could try to speak. Okay, or just so, I, I know you've been out of the city for a while. Are you talking about the music scene, as in like the kind of band scene, yeah, indie music scene, or just or more generally just the industry? The industry. Uh, <laughs> not enough. Not enough to talk not, about uh, it. I'm not understanding this question exactly. <laughs> you want to rephrase? Uh, no. It down? Do you want to just take take out what you want from that request? <laughs> well, I'll talk. You... Okay, I'll talk about King uh, like music schools no. a little bit. I'm not. They they say that U of T is a good music school mm-hmm. or a good school in general, but I'm kind of after going there, I'm skeptical about any like prestigious universities or good right. universities yeah. because what really is a good program other than the like I mean the professors are probably the most important thing but there's so many other factors that affect your university experience as you guys yeah. know like personally the huge huge downside to U of T in any big school is the administration and the like bureaucracy and sure. stuff and everyone I talked to hated that aspect of it yeah. you have to wade through so much right bull dung to get anything <laughs> done <laughs> I've always thought that too like when you hear schools like McGill or Queens have like really good reputations yeah I really question if that you're ed- like if you're really getting a superior education versus going to Carlton or going to I definitely question that yeah. I, I would think it depends on what you're studying like Rob you studied chemistry and I, and yeah. I would think that going to something that's that's prestigious you know a school that's prestigious it's attracting some of the more you know renowned scientists right the they want to they want to like they want to well i guess they don't really want to teach some of them want to teach but they want to have their name associated with that university and work for, with those those research funds and and, 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 and so that's first and the of other all, te- and, the other professors that are there the other doctors but second of all being a student and being able to work in a lab for example you, you get exposure to that as well yeah exactly and that's the benefit there but I see that being a little more difficult in the music sense and yeah fringe benefits like lab and grant money and things like that and, and if your program requires them could definitely be a draw of a bigger yeah. and richer university so I can see that so do you did it. you find yourself working a lot with professors in, in sort of music um, 
classical piano, I guess? Yes, a bit. And and the nature of a few of my classes was on like a kind of one-to-one basis or a few-to-one. Well, I did a, one of my classes in fourth year was a, um, <clears throat> just working one-on-one with a composition <coughs> professor to work on some music for a musical that I ended up writing, mentioned later. So that was, in that sense, it was important to have professors that you could kind of put your faith in. Right. That makes sense. That's, that's interesting itself. That's cool, yeah. So, so you, you wrote you wrote, wrote You wrote a musical? Yeah, yeah. I've, I have written one that was performed a few months ago, kind of top to bottom. My, my friend Justin wrote the script, but I wrote the lyrics and music and kind of orchestrated it, and that was my baby project. Wow. And currently, just opening tomorrow, I also wrote songs for a Fringe Festival musical in Toronto. That's really? Maybe I'll, I'll name drop that one just in case. It's called Group Therapy. And uh, That's yeah, cool. it's Fringe Festival. That's amazing. Yeah. This is a big cool. deal. Do you have any money for no, doing that? No, no one, no one has yet paid me to write uh, any music, but maybe one day. That's yeah, neat. I mean, you started yeah, off as working. Yeah. Like, oh, I was just curious. That Fringe Festival, I mean, here in Ottawa at the very least, it's a nice stepping stone yeah. to pay gigs eventually or whatever. Uh, for actors at the very least, I don't know about the music side, but that's great. Cool. So how did your first, your, the top to bottom one, the, the first one that you mentioned, that musical, how did that go? I am, uh, I'm proud of the work, and I think the performances went well. I can't say enough. Good things about the cast they're all amazing for, for me the process itself and composing it was very stressful and eye-opening in that it kind of suggested to me that in some ways maybe I'm not cut out for this oh like, oh just not as I don't know you know there's all you, you as a kid or whatever you kind of think like I'm gonna be rich and famous and awesome and yeah. achieve all my dreams and then maybe a bit later there comes a couple of moments <laughs> when you think maybe a little it was a little thing for me because I don't know I don't want to spill my guts too much but but anyway it was cool. just a bit uh, yeah so a learning experience cool, yeah. yes it was a learning experience but but the, you're still I, doing it yeah I did it and I'm I'm happy with the music and I'm, it, it happened and I have them and they're not going anywhere so would, awesome would you do it again would you write the music for, like top to bottom for another musical I think day? I would if you asked me that the the uh, in the couple of weeks before the musical opened, I would have said never again. <laughs> yeah. But well, that's that the nature of the beast. Yeah, yeah. Now that the dust is cleared a little bit, I having some my brain time to recover, I would revisit mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's great. Okay. Yeah. Cool. How about we get into some classic Ottawa? This yeah, is our, we, we can do that. Our new segment where we talk about local events and keep our viewers informed. And Peter, yep. you can comment on stuff. All right. So make a quip. The uh, make a quip or two, a quip or two. Uh, well, first off, uh, you guys know I'm a big hockey fan, and this happened this week here in Ottawa. Philadelphia Flyers captain Claude Giroux, uh, I think he was the Hart uh, Trophy winner, the MVP of yeah. the NHL last year. He was arrested in Ottawa on Tuesday night for repeatedly grabbing a male police officer's buttocks on Tuesday night, is what the article said. Uh, when interrogated, Giroux said, I don't know, he asked for it. <laughs> 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 is 
that ridiculous though? That, uh, that a joke? hockey star. That yeah. joke is ridiculous. <laughs> it was all ridiculous. The accent was ridiculous. I don't know what that was. Repeatedly but is my favorite part yeah. of that. Repeatedly story. was there. Just once would have been okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. He, he apparently isn't being charged, but repeatedly, yeah. Canada did, I don't know. That's funny. Like, he know. grabbed the cop's butt and he, the cop was like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> and he did it again. You better not. I'm, I'm, I'm a heart trophy winner. Hey, what did I say? Brutal. Peter, would you, how much money would it take for you to grab a cop's butt repeatedly? If someone someone just said, just keep grabbing this guy's butt till you get arrested. Well, that depends on how drunk I was, and I'm guessing that it also depended on how drunk Giro was at the time. He, yeah, he must. He was in the Byward Market. Yeah. I heard he was kicking around a cabin actually, so he uh, he was probably gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still, I uh, thought you'd be at cabin. Was that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Is that where he was? He it's was not, at cabin. Oh, Isn't that like the eighteen-year-old? Yeah. See, that's, bar? that's what it was when I was in yeah, school too. That explains it perfectly, though, doesn't it? <laughs> Why not? A multimillionaire. Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing, uh, I bike to work. Uh, you guys bike. Well, I do bike. You guys, I don't know. If I bike. Have a bike. bike. Uh, you're good. You have a bike. I know what well, a bike is. Good for you. <laughs> okay, so we're all bikers. So we're all on the same page when it comes to bikes. <laughs> Well, uh, Ottawa Police, they, they run this thing called uh, STEP, which is a Selective Traffic Enforcement Program. And they pick different sort of areas that they sort of enforce. And, you know, they did motorcycles a while back. And recently they've done bikes. And uh, so they've decided that they, they want to up the, the number of bike blitzes or checks that they, that they do. And uh, this is an actual quote. Constable Mark Soucy stated, they're going to have. Uh, they're going to look at bikes and make sure they have everything they're supposed to have: lights, whistles, hel- helmets, and so on. In response, bikers citywide asked, "Who the hell has a whistle on their bike?" <laughs> like this Agreed. is the constable in charge of this program saying, "Oh yeah, the bikes need to have whistles on them." Yeah. Do I you have a whistle? <laughs> I don't even get that because he also says they have to have helmets, but you don't need to have a helmet yeah. if you're over 18. Yeah, maybe they're just checking for it. I don't know. Maybe this guy doesn't even work there. It's some random guy. <laughs> this is the guy who pretended to be the police officer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Whose butt was up? Uh, Hello, <laughs> my name is Mark Lucy. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> maybe he, he asked for it. I wonder uh, if this is really like an Ottawa police-wide initiative or if it's just like, you know, like that one annoying guy at your office. He's always trying to Doesn't police everybody. Vaccines and yeah. stuff. Be, uh, behind his Pushes back, agenda. all the cops are rolling their eyes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whistles, man. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Might be. The one guy that wants to talk to the media yeah. is, is that guy. It seems like a, we- a weird like allocation of resources. It does. Like, having a bunch of police officers inspecting bicycles. Well, well they ride around on bikes. Have you seen that around yeah. here? I guess. Yeah, they ride around on bikes. Well, they're also bikes. looking at people, bikers going through stop signs or being dangerous or do do that? going the wrong way on one-way streets you know what I, you know what i like this is sort of going off oh, I, I got a ticket for that once uh, <laughs> this is going off uh, on a tangent a bit but you know what i like there's there's a, a another type of stop stop that they use in the states i don't know if you know what i'm talking about but they uh where where bikers are allowed to sort of treat stop signs like yields sure and s- treat red lights like stop signs so even though it's a red light, you sort of stop and then you keep mm. on going forward. What's is it even like, if there's traffic? Uh, even if there's traffic, you just like well, no, no, I mean, no, okay. no, I mean, okay. exercise caution sure. with stoplights. But uh, I forget what it is, but that, it's a it's a neat concept. I wouldn't mind seeing that here, but it, uh, it I would no make sway. drivers very upset. <laughs> they would, but but they could bike, and then they would <laughs> they would be able to do it. This is true, first of all. But I bike down Kent Street every day, yeah, and. 
there are so many stop signs, stop lights, where yeah. it's you know just sort of like controlling the the flow of traffic, maybe. Sure, but, but there's no cars. Besides, there. there's one or two cars. Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. If any. If they are going to go with that program, they should introduce it in steps. Oh! oh! <laughs> that is a pretty face. <laughs> uh, uh, what else? Uh, another news. A uh, 22-year-old uh, former honor student. I think this is, when she was in high school, she was an honor student. And then she started her U of O undergrad. Last week, or, or just recently, a couple days ago, she got four and a half years in prison because she imported nearly two kilograms of cocaine into Toronto's Pearson uh, Airport. Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. Shout so out. There you go. Pete's Town. Um, later, she was quoted saying that she'd already committed to four years of boring, tedious work, so this probably wouldn't be that big a change. Uh-huh. <laughs> this, uh... Zing. University, am I right? <laughs> University burn. This, this actually happened... Well, obviously, this, this actually happened. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not making this up. Uh... Just this person took a break from her undergrad. She decided that she, uh, you know, she wanted to pay off some debt. And one of her coworkers, she worked in the market. One of her coworkers says, "Oh, here's a way to make a quick thousand dollars. You go down. We'll pay for this. These guys will pay for this vacation down to summer. You'll just bring something up, probably diamonds, and uh, and <laughs> which first right away, it's like this is sketch. And you know, you'll get your thousand dollars." So what actually happened is that she went down and she didn't know anything that was really going on. These people met up with her and they paid for her trip and everything. And then they bought her two fancy new suitcases, took one of them into this apartment uh, or whatever, condo or something. They closed the door. She couldn't see what was in there. And they stuffed the suitcase. And then they closed it and zipped it up and, all, and locked, it. Sort of locked it and gave it back. And she was like, oh, I hope this isn't pot. So she smells it. She's like, oh, it doesn't smell like marijuana. So this is fine. She jumps back on the plane. She gets caught at Pearson Airport. And then she, she pleads, like, you know, like ignorance pretty much saying, oh, I didn't know what was going on. But uh, anyway, she was supposed to meet somebody at the airport. And uh, I guess now they're saying, oh, yeah, we probably should have seen, like the police are saying, well, we probably should have waited to see who mm-hmm. this other person is. But yeah. The uh, her defense uh, her defense attorney saying something along the lines of, oh yeah she pro- she just wasn't smart enough and blah 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 and like, then the judge went through all these these records of you know she's an honor student she was like vice president of her student council she was doing pretty well at U Ottawa she's not incompetent you have and uh, what did I say? I all right. You have Ottawa. You have Ottawa. It's the same thing. No. All right. Anyway. Bottom line, this is what happened. So, and it was, so it was actually, it was this coke. Is, this, uh, it, yeah, so okay. there was actually coke in okay. there. And uh, yeah, so she's going to jail for four and a half years. Well, I haven't seen the show, but isn't that what happened to the main character in Orange is the New, is the New Something Black? Something along yeah, those lines. I think it is. I was, I was going to write a joke about yeah, like, Orange is the New Black, but I, I made a joke about Orange is the New Black last week, and I was like, it'd be too tacky <laughs> yeah. to do that, unless I had a joke about repeating jokes. So listeners was yeah. oh man. Really likes, uh, <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> check this show. We'll tweet at them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Peter, last... have you ever illegally imported? <laughs> That's well, a related story, right? If I had, I wouldn't admit to it on. That's true. Record. Auto <laughs> uh, what? Yeah. Uh, last one. Uh, oh, we we uh, we kind of saw something about this. Uh, Clara Hughes. She fi- she finished her 100 day, uh, 110 day, 11,000 kilometer trek. They called it uh, Clara's Big Ride. Did you hear about this? 11,000? Uh, 11,000 kilometers. This is the, the gold medalist. She, she won gold medals in the winter and the summer, right? What yeah. was it in the winter? Uh, winter, skating? it was speed skating and then cycling. Yeah, yeah this is summer. insane. So she's like a... She does a lot for, for mental health and all that it's, stuff. But. Um, 
So yeah. Clara's Big Ride kind of sounds like the title of a children's book. It's true. It's true. Uh, well, you know, shortly before taking a very long nap in her trailer, she reportedly asked for her bottle and exclaimed, I'm a big girl now. <laughs> Rob wrote this joke. He's really happy with this. <laughs> he's, he's really happy with this one. You had to, like, have just, a disclaimer. I had to. He's, he's smiling like a child right now. And I, <laughs> There's something like, about, uh, like... Clifford the Big Red Dog, Clara the Big Ride, something. Uh, See, now that sounds like something there somewhere. <laughs> if, together. if I was reading it, I would have sang the I'm a big kid now, do but you, you didn't. Do you want to read the joke again? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. yeah. But like that's Pampers or something? Pull-ups? I want to move in parts in this joke. I'm just a guy that reads things. But, uh, interestingly, I don't know if this was, so would she, she start in Ottawa? She started in Ottawa, I think, and she went. She did a big loop. I heard a zero about this. Even after yesterday, even after yesterday, we going went, through the the whole event, we went boom. to like yesterday at Canada Day. We were at Major Major Hills, Major's yeah. Hill, Major's Hill. Major's Major's Hill. Hill Park, and uh, all we knew is that there was there was uh, blue popsicles being given away. And the whole thing though was that you needed to go to this Bell Let's Talk thing. That's why I've heard of her before. It was yeah. yesterday. <laughs> Yes. All right. There we go. Uh, and uh, yeah, so you get little uh, bracelets for Bell Let's Talk, which is this mental health initiative, uh, awareness initiative. And uh, I think most of the people in our group looked around through this tent because you need to go through this tent first. And across the walls of this tent were, were pictures, pictures of Clara of Hughes. The steps of the ride. Of the ride with yeah. all these different people in these different communities. <laughs> and it, in big letters, Clara's Big Ride. And uh, Keegan apparently just walked through and got his popsicle. He thought it was Didn't a bell look. store. He thought it was a bell store. <laughs> yeah, I thought they were, they were like, yeah, buy, like, buy this phone or something. You know what, though? I have to admit, I didn't look at all either. Oh. Was, I talked to the woman outside and like listened to her spiel because I wanted to be polite. And then I said, <laughs> so where are the washrooms, by the way? <laughs> and she told me, and I was like, okay. So you didn't even listen to what she said. Not only did you not look, but you had a conversation. I and you tuned her out. I just didn't hear Oh, that's mm. not the same thing. Nature was calling, man. Yeah. <laughs> man, what are you gonna do? Oh. So, um, so, going back to to you, Peter. Living in Toronto, you're back in Ottawa for a couple days. I yes. Guess. Um, you mentioned that uh, you wrote music for mu- uh, musicals, but did you also perform in musicals? I did. I haven't uh, been in any musicals for a little while now, but in my university days, I. I would say that my actually more fulfilling experiences than the classes themselves were were being part of campus musicals. Oh, so there's a U of T has many different campuses: St. Mike's, Victoria College, University College, Trinity College. Is Trinity where they wear the others? Where they wear the capes? I've never seen that, but they say they do. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I heard. Yeah, about they that. wear they they wear like robes to to dine. It's, it's very oh, very Potter-esque, Hogwarts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they all have their own theater companies, and they're not, although they try to ha- have a certain ratio of people from their own campus, they're not restricted to people from their own campus. So uh, you can you can be part of whichever musical. They, they, they kind of publish their seasons at the beginning of the year, and they say we're doing these play, this play in September, this one in March. They usually do one big musical or two per campus right and so yeah so you can kind of pick and choose and the same many of the same people over my four years tended to hop around between shows between different campuses yeah. as well yeah definitely interesting that's cool you don't need to commit you no. played the field yes 
St. Mike's did very good musicals, but I also uh, helped out with some Victoria College ones, my own home campus, and UC as well. Okay. What, what, what was your favorite musical uh, to perform in? My favorite one to perform in is, well, Sweeney Todd is my favorite musical of all time, and I was very yes. lucky enough to get the, the title role in that, so that was amazing. But post congratulations, thank you. But uh, would, you, would you play Sweeney Todd? Sweeney Todd, the Lehman Barber. Sweeney Todd. I don't know that industry lingo. He said title character. character. I don't know what title character means. Well, now you, you meant do, you know, like, do you know what a title? I thought you meant he was a baron or something. Do you know now what it means? Like he's a count. If there's a character in the name of the, you get it now though. But but another good one, and uh, I don't know, maybe maybe Becca or. Or someone mentioned this, but I was also well. I wasn't in the same production as them, not to be misleading. But I was also in Hairspray, a different production mm-hmm. where I played Corny Collins, and that one was nice. equally fun. Just because, even though it wasn't as good a or huge a role, I love the musical, and <clears throat> everyone that was in the musical was very tight knit and close, and we had a good group and lots of fun. So, nice. would you consider doing like continuing in your? For sure. In fact, that's kind of one of my regrets upon leaving university because. Unless you intend to go into that, like the performing industry full time, which I don't, and I don't consider myself good enough, and it's not something I want to like dedicate. Don't my be life so to hard really. on yourself, yeah. Pete. Well, anyway, point <laughs> that the chance chances are I might never like get one of those good roles again because there's just in campus musicals there's not it's, there's not as much competition, mm-hmm. especially between sure. males and like it's just kind of a smaller pond decently big pond though it is yeah. but it's not like going into the real world and like auditioning for professional musicals and just agent a way harder more stressful up the talent right. people have gone to Sheridan and theater schools and stuff so yeah. Okay. so yeah so I'm, I'm happy that I did those while I still could okay you're an old man now yep yeah, <laughs> lots of other fun ones like Tommy and Rocky Horror show cool yeah but you've done a few Sweet. Uh, what about uh, so outside of musicals and outside of playing piano? Um, what else, What do you find yourself doing in Toronto uh, that maybe you didn't weren't able to do here? Or or are there things you know? First of all, are there things you miss about Ottawa while you're there? And then we'll touch the second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, since I I didn't really start kind of drinking and going out until oh, no. I was not to say that like. Uh, Toronto lets you get really drunk but just that like people one one thing that people talk about when comparing cities is like the nightlife and the culture yeah. and the bars yeah. and stuff which I never experienced at all in Ottawa so I can't really compare the two except from sure. going to hang out with you guys and going to bars but uh, um, but yeah there's certainly a lot of that in Toronto but Ottawa, Ottawa does have it over Toronto in sort of a... It, it definitely feels more homey to me, and I like there's a lot more trees to be seen and nature and right. animals, yeah. which I value a lot. That's nice. Life. Yeah. How's transit? Uh, well, Keegan, the, Keegan loves his transit. <laughs> I also... That's an, actually another thing. I basically never took the bus anywhere in Ottawa, mm-hmm. and I, now I take t- transit multiple times a day in Toronto. You're talking subway, streetcar? Yeah, subway oh. and streetcar. And like buses, yeah, subway streetcar buses, <laughs> all of them, and trains, uh, you name it, <laughs> you name it, I've taken Go it. Trains, all of it. Uh, um, yeah, and and 
having a metro pass. Do people have me- like passes here in Ottawa? Yeah, we just got. Oh, we, got we we have Presto here. Presto. Now. Okay, yeah. well, having a metro pass like is very freeing because you just think like I can get anywhere oh, for sure, free. Yeah. Like I'm walking two blocks. Oh. Eh, I don't think so. No. I'll just oh. take a streetcar. I think it went out. We also had bus passes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Very old and well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now I'm rediscovering or discovering it for the first time. That's fine. So, well, and I can't, do you guys feel that transit in Ottawa is lackluster? Lacking or? I think it's fine. I don't, I don't have an issue, but I also live downtown and yeah. I, I, I can walk It's too expensive right. for what it is. How much does the pass cost? Mm-hmm. Oh, 100 I bucks a month. Like 100 now. 100? It's like, yeah, 120 or so. Yeah. But you guys have a subway. We're getting a subway. Yeah. yeah. I'll believe when I see it. By then. <laughs> subway and transit is the most hotly debated subject yeah. in Toronto and this uh, Scarborough light rail yeah well, we're about. getting light rail Ooh. that's the difference yeah because I, I don't what is the difference between those I, I think I think that they see subway as a more permanent sort of it, 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 first of all it's a lot more work but it's it's a more permanent fixture I guess eh? it's just it's well I mean I guess all of it's permanent. I think it's just it's it's lighter impact hey, light rail is just less safe I don't well, think that's, that's, I've not, ridden, that's not true. I've ridden the current. I, I ride it all the time. The current Scarborough light rail thing that yeah. they're talking about making better or extending or doing something with. I don't know what they're talking about. Okay. But And it's it's like uh, one of those rickety wooden roller coasters. <laughs> oh, I love that. What it's is it, mind it's buster super loud. It feels like it's screeching to a halt, like just metal oh. on metal. Like, <laughs> as it comes to a halt at every Music stop. Music to my ears. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Transit aside, because you can't really compare that. Um, yeah. When you come back to Ottawa, what are some of the things that you do that you're just like, oh, you know, I haven't done this in forever. You know, I mean, you probably don't do this, but some people probably come back and it's like, I just want a beaver tail. I yeah. Want to go to the canal. Well, but you lived sort of in the West End, so believe it or not, but I don't think I've ever had a beaver oh, tail. Wow. Which part, which part yeah, of that you, are you saying? The, all of that was disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> Bad joke and disappointing. <laughs> You've never had a beaver tail. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're good. Next time we're on a podcast, we'll have that instead of beer. Yep. Nice. There you go. Or I'm not both. Oh, we, yep, could do, both. we could do both. Okay. Um, well, for me, coming back to Ottawa now is is like a relaxing vacation. And since this summer I am coming back for work, but it's kind of relaxing work. So I, I still consider it, yes, I get to come back to Ottawa. Perfect. I can have a nice relaxing bus ride. I can read. I'm going to see some friends. So now Ottawa is like a kind of haven for me. like a destination yeah yeah like a, an oasis there you go I think there's cool. definitely something to say about Ottawa having a a calmer vibe maybe than Toronto you know, yeah it's, it's less busy mm-hmm. and it's, oh yeah some people thrive on that busyness but I definitely it's tiring and another thing I, I, I and I'm sure you guys would say the same thing but I really love driving around maybe if, do you guys drive these days Sometimes. Well, I, I, I rent cars. My car just died. Oh, yeah. It's true. Well, well, driving around and, and like playing whatever music you want and singing as loudly as you want is one of the great pleasures yeah. of solitude. It's true. And I never get to do it for in Toronto at all. So that's like six months straight when I'm wow. basi- on a subway. basically never alone. Yeah. Except for, yeah. There you go. You ever buy a used car? No. <laughs> but... You mean do, as do you have any advice for Keegan you know, about buying a used car? Keegan's just looking for tips. Yeah, I'm reaching out. We're just talking purely used versus new. Yeah. 
Or just in a, what to look for in a car. Let's let's put a pin on this because Keith is just looking for advice. You want to go to our sponsor, Rob? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're sponsored today by Fred's Used Cars. Thanks to Keegan. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's the wrong one. Sorry, that's next week. Uh, our our sponsor this week is De Stress Balls. Do you ever feel too relaxed? Are you sick of getting your frustrations out and w- would prefer to get some frustrations in? Buy a De Stress Ball. Made with the finest foam Nova Scotia has to offer. These balls are specially engineered with sharp objects embedded in them. It may look like an ordinary ball, but squeeze it and who knows what will prick you. Pins, needles, and even mystery syringes. Perfect for all your stressing needs. I got a Canadian, uh, Canadian made product. I, I hear that they're coming out with a new one that's just a stone. <laughs> you just squeeze it as hard as you can. It's like a mini bowling ball. <laughs> yeah. You just get more stress because you can't squeeze it. Why is it called a de-stress ball? It makes it sound like it's relieving stress. Which is Why do they call it a stress ball? Yeah. But if a, if a de-stressing <laughs> thing is called a stress yeah. ball, it makes sense that a stressful one would be called a de-stress. Yes. Yeah. Whoever named stress balls. I, they got it really messed up. <laughs> I really almost didn't make it through that. Because at the last minute we changed latex to foam. And I didn't notice until I read it. Because a, what's a latex stress ball? It's foam. I have a latex stress ball at work. You do? <laughs> kind of. Is it? Isn't latex? No, it's made of other stuff latex too. Be pretty solid. Yeah. We should get a de-stress ball and a stress ball and alternate them with your hands. Yeah. And see if you I if you explode. What <laughs> may happen? <laughs> Um, Peter, what do you want to talk? You had, you uh, had a good Canada Day, I assume. Yeah. In Ottawa, which is, I know, like it's not really specialized anymore. It's living in Ottawa, but people from other places, they're like, "Oh, you're in Canada." I mean, Ottawa for Canada Day. That's exactly the reason I came yeah. back. Nice. Ottawa, Canada Day is the best thing about Ottawa. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. <laughs> I, I <don't laughs> was a statement from Peter. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that's the best kind of like concrete. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, I must admit. It, Yesterday wasn't the greatest Canada Day. Like it, the weather wasn't. It was threatening to rain the whole day. It, it didn't have the same festive air that I've felt in the past mm-hmm. when people are kind of packed yeah. shoulder to shoulder. It was shoulder also forty degrees, like, so. Yeah. Yeah, there weren't too many people out yeah. on the hill, and and we also weren't downtown to see the fireworks. So, but that's okay. It's still. It's a different, it ha- it has more a reserved experience. It's still, Canada Day is good. Yeah. And, yeah. What do you typically do? You know. Yesterday, I mean, so I pretty much the same the thing, except instead of kind of retreating from the weather, just like staying outside and may, maybe like, you know, you text other groups of friends and meet up and mm. like a ton of people go downtown, yeah, so yeah. it's a good chance you're going to see someone else you know. Mm-hmm. For sure. do, do you ever notice that your signal cuts out? Yeah. That when you happens. get into big enough cells, yeah. Yeah, when, when there's a lot of people downtown near Parliament. I noticed that every now and again. Uh, it didn't happen to me so much, but I've heard it. It didn't happen to me this year, but it's happened to me every year. Yeah, that's it. All the that. cell phones just poop themselves. And too many. Signals. Can't even handle it. <laughs> you want to call who? <laughs> <laughs> just shout it. Uh, <laughs> um, another events going on uh, is Blues Fest. You, do you ever do Blues Fest? A few, but I'm uh, totally in the dark. So have you guys? Been doing some? What, what, what's uh, been well, good it, ha- it hasn't started yet. Oh, it, it starts, starts tomorrow, I think. Tomorrow, that, that sounds about right. Though. I'm going tomorrow. Thursday. Thursday. Isn't it usually I'm going before Thursday. Jazz Fest? Uh, I, I believe it's just after. Just jazz right after, yeah, oh, Jazz okay. Fest. Probably you dragged me to Jazz Fest one year. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> well, it requires a 
a sophisticated taste. <laughs> yeah. If you had to name your favorite festival in Ottawa, what would it be? Mm-hmm. Well, I would definitely have to go with Jazz Fest, but yeah, I won't I'm explain sorry. why because it will just. I'm I'm woefully ignorant about music festivals and <laughs> and other festivals. I mean, what are my other festival festivals? My Tulip Festival. That's a good yeah. one. Greek Fest. I like uh, I like the Tulip Festival has Italian some history. Fest. I really like the story of Tulip Festival. Which I'm yeah. sure you guys know. Should I? No, t- no, it's fine. Story, yeah. Now you know. Yeah, it's a long story. I think, I think everyone in Ottawa's heard it. I guess yeah, yeah they do. <laughs> Holland uh, princess, Dutch princess, some kind of baby. Runaway inflation. Can- Canada. <laughs> yeah, they ma- they made a temporary. Part of part of Canada's borders were temporarily Holland, so yeah. that she could. Which, let's be honest, I'm sure well, like it wasn't a bunch of red tape. I'm sure they just like someone was just like, oh, they said it. We're, we said won't it. make you fill out the Canadian paperwork. Yeah, like, right. It wasn't, but, but it was so she could have a have a child and it be a citizen from birth of, of Holland. Yeah. Because it was on you know Dutch land. Yeah. Right. That's. It's, it's, it's an okay story. It's a good story. I like it. It's, that's definitely like a good example of, of what Canada is famous for. Like it's po- diplomacy. politeness, diplomacy, yeah. like friendliness within our borders. Until everybody really met Rob Ford. Yeah. Well, with <laughs> back. But he's back in Toronto now. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. That's we've been talking about that too. He's out of rehab. He went to rehab, supposedly. Quotes, yeah. And <laughs> he disappeared for a while. He came back. And he... So, okay. What was it? Someone was... Arrested for drunk driving in his limo yeah, yeah. with the plates taken off. Yeah, and it was it was like a member of his staff or something. I thought it was a member. It was all a lady, wasn't it? It was a lady. Yeah, uh, he, he employs women. <laughs> I don't, I don't Can know. Can you believe? He's a drug. Ah, uh, that's terrible. Uh, no, Jeez. I wasn't. Uh, yeah, I wasn't sure if it was his staff member or if it was like a, a member of like the, the rehab. I thought that that's staff, what I read uh, too, staff. but I didn't read a lot about it. But in either case, he's just ridiculous. <laughs> if, yeah. if it was a member of the of rehab staff, she's probably the worst rehab officer ever. She's probably unemployed if that's the case. But uh, yeah, there's that. She's like, who's having a good time? <laughs> you don't mind, dude. Uh, How are we doing for time? We're doing, we're doing good. Yeah, we're doing well. Still, still got some more time. Sweet. No, no. I'm just, I just want to make sure we're. What else? Uh, what else tight. do you do? You play tennis. Uh, I yeah, I play squash with with a buddy. And, no, just, it's not. But you use a racket to hit yeah, a little. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like tennis a lot too. Okay. Uh, it's really good at tennis. Sport where you smash things with other things. It's, yeah, it's pretty fun. Baseball. Most sports. I'm never been a baseball guy, although that's so not anything we're doing. No, true, not everything. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, um, Peter, why don't you tell us about your favorite place in Ottawa? Dead air. Uh, <laughs> favorite, favorite place in Ottawa? Yeah. What's the first thing that came to your mind? Because I, I feel like a couple things just came to your mind. Yeah. Okay, just well, like, no. I, you have a few. Yeah, I mean, Ottawa also kind of represents childhood to me. So, so it'd have to be something. There, it's, it's Dick Bell Park, right? That's what it's called. Or maybe I'm thinking of Andrew Hayden. Dick Bell's a. Are they connected? I think they might be actually. That sounds familiar. Well, Andrew Hayden Park slash Dick Bell Park is. Uh, park very close to my house and it's huge on the Ottawa River and it's nice to look at and to be in because it's also home to a sailing club right cool. so it's got yeah lots they, of nice sailboats out in the water they had birthday fair there recently yeah, yeah, we talked did. about on the podcast no, they used to have that. Nepean days they might still have a festival there mm-hmm. when they, they brought like the big all kinds of rides and small roller coasters right. oh, cool. and fair stuff and like a petting zoo and the lemonade stand that looks like a big lemon <laughs> yeah classic yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's it's 
all green and pretty and naturey and good to walk around in, good yeah. to take a date, good to do a, be just be in. Okay. Nice. Okay. Good answer. That's a good answer. Have you ever been to Bird uh, Bird Fair? I haven't. Bird Day Fair. Bird Demic? It's a good movie. It's something else. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Um, what is uh, what's Bird Fair? Uh, Bird Bird Day Fair. Um, you talked about, about it, right? Yeah. You talked about it on that. It's a good question. Yeah. We don't really know as to what it is. We celebrate birds. You probably bird watch. By talking about it, I mean we made a joke. Yeah, we made a joke at its expense, and then moved on. That's that's what it. So no, we have we haven't been. Um, Next year. How do you feel about? You know what I hate. What? Is Uh is when I lock my keys in my car. I don't have a car, but. I heard this happen to you recently. Yeah, very, very recently. Very recently. <laughs> what time is it? It happened two hours, one hour ago? Yeah, the parking lot of the studio. Yep. That we recorded this. This uh, high tech studio. Yep. yep. Um, well, I mean, frankly, I don't think it's that all that weird. I mean, you say. <laughs> it is, but you say, how could how could you lock your keys in your car in 2014? Well, yeah. I'll tell you. The same I, way. I, I had the keys in the ignition, I walked out, I. Push the button down on the door. I signed a manual car, and then I cursed myself. Yes. Okay. Well, how how often does this happen to you? It has happened before, <laughs> but usually, I my dad keeps a like a spare key that only opens the door, doesn't start the ignition, oh, okay. on a wire, kind of like tucked away behind the front grill of the car. Oh, is this something you want to be saying on a podcast? It's gone now, Unless obviously. You, I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to say my license plate number. Plus, you'd have to Relax. be listening and then see the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think there's a... I think I'm safe. Yeah, it's pretty low risk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, anyway, so... But, but it's not there, so... It fell off or it's uh, gone. Anyway. Oh, oh, so it doesn't even matter. But no. uh, good, I called CAA, Canadian Automobile Association, and I'm happy to say it's a good association. They came. And uh, they came, they saw, they conquered, they opened the door, and Great. I was going to say the go. exact same thing. Yeah, yeah I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we uh, didn't. Yeah. Yeah, it's, we didn't all say it. It would have been awesome if we said it in unison. Mm. It's like we planned that conversation. Yeah, well. So, uh, why don't we, uh, we, we are kind of coming to a close now. So, we have one last segment we want to do. Uh, it's called, I Ask the Questions Around Here. So, Peter, what we're going to have you do is, uh, we're going to have you ask the same question to each of us. And we'll each give our own answer. So maybe ask the question to, to Keegan, and then yeah. after Keegan responds, we'll Rob will do it, and then it'll be inferred to them. Okay. Okay, I've got a I've got a great question for you. Oh, in in the book series, his Dark Materials, Uh-oh. by by author Philip Pullman. This it this is like look, a Jeopardy question. I want to see where so, it's okay. going. <laughs> much of much of the story takes place in kind of an alternate universe where um, the main difference to our universe is that people have things called demons, which when, uh, before the kids hit puberty, their demons can change between, change forms and become any animal, big or small. And when they grow up, their demons settle. And as they like grow up and mature emotionally and mentally, they come to learn that their demons form, what it settled on, be it a tiger, a sparrow, or a monkey, represents something about themselves, their like inner soul or something. And and my question is what do you think your demon would settle as? Interesting. That is a good question. Your your spirit animal, if you will. Isn't that the same question as what's your favorite animal? Not at all. (laughs) No. Nope. 
Because your favorite animal doesn't necessarily represent. Yeah, yeah your I have soul. two in mind, and one's like, my favorite, and one is my favorite is an octopus. But I don't think I'd be insane. Octopusy about myself. I guess mine would be a wolf. I like dogs, but dogs are kind of. Do you think you're like a wolf? Okay, yeah, but a wolf would be like like have a strong pack mentality. Do you value? Oh shoot! Friends and I know that's like the way wolves look. <laughs> you know, you know he the, didn't understand the question. You know the internet meme insanity wolf. Yeah, that would be my. No, no. Okay, okay you can be the insanity wolf. I get that. All right, skip me. Come back to me. Yeah, I'll think about it a little bit. <laughs> In um, some examples, they're uh, kind of a a villainous character. I mean, not to make it sound as generic as all that, but one character has a snake, and. And uh, I mean, another central character has kind of a golden monkey. Oh, wow. Golden yeah. monkey. Yeah. Couldn't they just arrest anyone who had a snake demon? Yeah. Like demon? No, that sounds like Slytherin to me. Yeah, yeah. They should just, <laughs> just be like as soon as you get sorted into Slytherin, yeah. handcuffs. <laughs> Minority report. <laughs> How are you doing with your answer here, Keith? I said come back to me. You, well, you had your turn. You had, had, you had your turn. The whole thing is that we're supposed to answer. Answer you the question. Go. Um, I answered, and then you guess my answer wasn't good. It wasn't. Oh, good. Are, are you answer sticking, better? Are you sticking with wolf? Okay. I, I why don't we come back to? No, I'm I'm putting the pressure on you. Well, if I it might be a monkey, a crazy monkey, who just kind of like does stuff and well, I guess pushes that. buttons just to see what'll happen. That's, I do a lot of that. Definitely legit. Monkeys are very erratic. Like, yeah, they like to fool around. They're erratic. They swing from branches just yep. because. Okay. I like it. Don't wear pants a lot of the time. Yep. I would Never. say most of the time. Yeah. yeah. Me too. <laughs> Tossing feces. <laughs> all, all, all of your favorite activities. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping on in a nutshell. Uh, my having had a few minutes to think about this, I, I'm still settling on dolphin. I think. Cool. The whole intelligence. So my favorite animal smart. will be a tiger, but I don't think I'm a tiger. I think dolphin. Mm, okay. Okay. You're smart. I, I, you know what? I, thinking about this before, I I think mine might be a dolphin as well. Yeah. That's a good one. They really like fun. They're even like more yeah, playful, playful than monkeys. And they like to just kind of almost go like with a the human, flow, literally, and jump out of the water and almost. They got a big hole in their head. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I. Uh, it's strange. I'm between, and maybe maybe just maybe you're across. Because I'm I'm just I'm between. Lions or hyenas? Oh, and I can't decide which. You can be scarred. You see, is that a mix between the yeah. two? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I can't, I can't decide. What's which. your uh, reasoning for lion? I like to think I'm a, I'm a natural leader. Okay. And, uh, and and I'm 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 very I'm very nice to uh, my my female cohorts. <laughs> of which of which there are many. Of his prize. <laughs> Oh my I gotta say the lions aren't that nice to their female cohorts. They're kind of nice. Male lions, are they? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I thought they like. I've, I've they seen. Kill them sometimes, don't they? And they male lions, <laughs> which is fine. Lions are still cool, but they well, like lie around. I, I've been misinformed. I'll take hyena. They make the lionesses <laughs> do all the hunting. You know that? They they what? You know that lionesses yeah, do all the do hunting. That. I, I guess that. They, well, they depict I that in that. Lion King, I think. Yeah. 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 That's that's fine. Yeah, yeah I, I got that. Uh, it's it's nothing against anybody. I'm just thinking that. Yeah. But then I, the male lion's got to be the leader. They've got to say like, okay, ladies, you fan out. Well, well you also <laughs> depend. Like, oh the, no! The, the, the <laughs> I see where bring, this is going. The people who bring a community together. 
Yes. Ah? Right? All right. How's that? I mean, you can have lions. It wasn't bad, want. though, right? No, it's good. It's good? Why am I? I don't know. Go ahead. You're, you're <laughs> dolphin. You're dolphin? Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> Could be dolphin. I uh, also... Well, I, I like cats, and I like the aspect of cats that is kind of... Uh, well, they lay around a lot, and they're not really perturbed by things. Maybe that's because their lives are crazily easy yeah. now that they're domesticated. But they... Yeah, I mean, I, I would say I kind of go with the flow in, in a okay in a sure. cat-like way, and that they yeah I like it. I might be a hare actually. A hare. Yeah, I'm, I'm very I'm kind of like a, a little bit of a busybody. It's like don't like sitting still. Like I don't like laying on beaches. Jumpy and cool. You know, oh yeah. I run fast. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty fast. For very short distances. You know what? When you're an adult, you get to McDonald's. You have very few chances to like show people how fast you are. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really you have to challenge someone to a race. Almost it, to yeah, that's it. it. Hares are pretty interesting animals too. Yeah, they like the March hare. I don't really know the story behind that, but they they go mad during their mating season, right? Really? They like. That sounds yeah, right. That, that sounds, sounds like you totally plausible. Rab- yeah. Rabbits and hares, <laughs> when running from uh, predators, run in a diagonal yeah. line, so they're also very efficient and min max. There, sneaky. Yeah, yeah, sneaky. Lives. Good at good at escaping yeah. from trouble. Maybe. They use what's at their disposal yeah, to escape yeah. a greater threat. Getting out of trouble. Yeah. I might be a beaver. Is that is that better for community? Well, that, very. Yeah, con- that's better for constructive. They love yeah. work. Yeah. They love to build. I'm changing mine to beaver. All right. And they, yeah, they don't they don't live very just busy. in in like a hole or in a tree or something. They make their own house from done materials I'm, that they find on the ground. I'm on the beaver by sure. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> listeners, if you think that you have a really good demon for yourself. Then maybe you should tweet at us, or put it on Facebook. Yeah. Post on the Ottawa. Or just let us know what yeah. your. Or just tell someone who also lives in Ottawa. They'll probably get back to us. Yeah. I'm sure if you just ask maybe six people, one of them will have one of our yeah. phone numbers. Or break into my car and leave it as a note. Yeah. On the front seat. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Uh, the license so, plate. It. So, I'll be parked. Andre uh, Hayden Park. At this point. <laughs> uh, so. This has been Ottawa. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, ottawapodcast.blogspot.com. Yeah. Peter, can they find you anywhere, or do you yeah, want anybody I'll... to find you? Um, I don't have a, a Twitter, but you can certainly certainly find me on Facebook. There you go. Uh, uh, yeah, Instagram, Kekney, or PGM. Don't have a website I primarily use, but at the moment. But when What's I do, up? it'll it'll, it'll make be there. The rounds, yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll post about it. <laughs> well, so the way we usually end uh, the podcast is uh, we have our guests say Ottawa what and you can say it in any voice you wanted uh, some people draw out the A's and that's sort of going to be our thing so I, I think we're ready to end I mean we have uh, yep. we have exciting guests coming up I think Damien Brooms is Damian Brooms coming up, is coming up soon which is, which is exciting it's going to be good and we'll have other great guests as well and you know thanks a lot my wife because you uh, yeah your wife as well Anna bringing that back Borat <laughs> bringing Borat back because it's <laughs> so recent thanks thanks a lot for, for joining us because I know you're just here real quickly uh, thank you guys very much this has been super fun and sorry to talk again to about your whole uh, car your car yeah it's okay sorry for what yeah. happened and delayed the no it's good <laughs> delayed the start good. this was fun so yeah. you want to take it away with Ottawa Ottawa Right. You went the opposite, yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> I like it. You, so. you set me up. I can just do what <laughs> it's true. you suggested. It's true. Always <laughs> got to be different. Different Pete. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> What's a contrary animal? Seahorse. Yeah, you're a seahorse. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, no, the ocean, like all the other animals in the ocean, they're like, swim like this. Seahorse is like, nope. And plus, it's, well, I mean, it's a name. <laughs> I'm it's, going this way. It's name. Most horses don't live on the sea, in the sea, but. It's true. Yeah. You can't be named a seahorse. That doesn't make any sense. Like, well, I am. I am. <laughs> and male seahorses give birth. Yo, contrary. <laughs> Someone had a joke about that, right? And they were like, so why isn't that just a female seahorse? Like, <laughs> like, wow. some, like, some one stubborn <laughs> seahorse scientist. Well, She's like, no, that's the man.